Welcome to Jays from Home. Uh, I am one of the co-hosts. My name is Matt Gower, and the other co-host is the birthday boy, Steve. Uh, thanks. Hi. Yeah, though my birthday was yesterday. Um, well, two days ago, if you're listening to it on the Monday when it when this episode <laughs> will drop. I think we established last year, too, that Bo Bichette shares, uh, shares my birthday. Oh, and, was that? Uh, maybe, maybe, yeah. And uh, I say it that way because I was born first, so... He has to share it with me. Yeah. Well, there you go. You you are you are his elder. Yeah. I, and, in and baseball I terms, start calling him an elder. in baseball terms, I'd be uh, well into my retirement or maybe in my last season, right? Um. Well, it depends. Yeah, because like there are some like if you're like like Jamie Moyer, then uh, you'd be going strong into your mid forties. But uh, you you have yet to hit the. You're you're two years away from the from the, the big four zero number. My math is correct, and um, that's yeah. You're 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 kind of entering into your your Albert Pujols stage. Well, I would call I, them. I'm I'm only getting uh, healthier and and more in shape as I get older. So I'm I'm following maybe not as as strict as Vlad Junior's uh, workout regimen, but uh, I'm I'm following his trajectory, if just maybe a little bit slower. Any any PEDs? They yeah. they they're, they're not testing for it this right now. No. So so now's your, now's your chance. No PEDs. No no. I I, I got to stay clear for softball season. That starts in May. It's going to start oh, on time this year. Oh, so your CBA negotiations haven't uh, haven't stalled. Not that I know of. Um, we're on on Twitter also. Uh, before oh, we yeah. get too far at Jays from Home. Yes, uh, that is our Twitter handle, and we drop the episodes on there so follow us uh tweet us your your questions um yeah yeah i think uh, i want to maybe we have to wait until we have some actual baseball but maybe we should uh start doing some some polls or something find uh come up with some interesting questions of some sort i don't know yes have yes to do some like, thinking not research exactly. just thinking thinking yeah no we we, we do we, we're introspective but not uh, analytical yeah <laughs> uh well so I was going to say today's episode. You might have to put the explicit warning on on today's episode because it wasn't a great, great uh, week in baseball or month. Um, yeah. So, so what what week are we in here for the lockout, which is continuing? Oh, I don't know what week we're in, but we're like into the seventy or eightieth day, something like that. But the the big the big point is that the first week of of uh, the regular season has been has been canceled. The first six games. Right. That's right. Um, I guess also, wouldn't isn't it possible some teams might have more games canceled because some might be like four game series or something? It's possible. Yeah, it's possible. So six or seven games. So uh, let's get right right into that then, because like my strikeout for uh, the week, um, and I'm, I'm giving a bonus strikeout too for this week because I'm just very angry at at Rob Manfred and the Major League Baseball owners. Is is my again Rob Manfred? He has the permanent strikeout right now um, because. They were owner ownership was making it sound like on on the Monday deadline this past week that they were getting close to a deal with the the players. They're being very, um, uh, I guess, optimistic and and, and the, the tone was very positive. But then and they and they extended the deadline to to, to March the first. But then all of a sudden 
the 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 tone uh, shifted uh, on, on on from the players according to to, to MLB, um, mm-hmm. which which wasn't real. Um, the, the the Jays play, uh, player rep Rob Ross Stripling actually said that they tried to like sneak in some extra um, fine print through uh, um, at, past that midnight deadline. Well, so yeah, the owners are being very sneaky. This is all like politics, basically. Like that's what uh, politicians do, and they try to Spin. they they sneak things in on on bills and hope that nobody notices. Yeah, but like this, the 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 CBA is a pretty uh, important document, and the, they don't think that they're gonna like check all the fine print and, and and check all the details. Well, yeah, but that's that's what I mean. Like, I mean, I would argue that uh, political bills uh, are more important than a CBA, and they still try to do that at that level. So I suppose. Hey, do, you don't have any 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 strikeouts or anything like that for, the, for this um, week, do you? No, I, I I'm waiting until the season starts, and I can uh, you know have my own analysis going yeah. on here. Um, but I was actually going to suggest that maybe instead of a strikeout, um, Rob Manfred is, is an automatic out. Uh, we, we do I that in, I, I know that doesn't really happen in, in baseball, but we do that in, uh, in softball. If we're, for example, if we're, we have rules that we need a certain amount of girls on the team. And if we are missing one, then in the, in the lineup, that's an automatic out. In the uh, as as if you're the offensive team, so uh, I, I would well, say I, I, that Rob Manfred is the automatic out. Yeah, I, I don't even know what to what to call him. Um, but it's a, my my second strikeout for the for the week. Um, it was are uh, for specific owners of teams: the Angels, Diamondbacks, Reds, and Tigers. They all um, voted against uh, raising the collective uh, the luxury tax any higher than 220 million dollars yeah i don't really get that like is that how do you mean well are they saying that uh they they want like they get more money that way if uh teams like the yankees and red sox spend over the luxury cap whatever it is well i guess the more spending that that uh the higher up teams do like the yankees or whatever um means that the the lower revenue smaller market teams like these guys um are not going to, are are going to have to spend as well like salaries will 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 go will raise if 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 there's more spending oh, okay just, okay got yeah. gotcha i get it i i thought it was more that they were uh you know even if if the those big teams are spending more money that uh they would get more money from the luxury tax because well, they it's would not as high. They, they well, they would get more money if they go over the luxury tax. But the problem is that all these all these small uh, uh, market teams are are just pocketing the uh, that money and not and not putting it towards the on field um, the on field product. Um, and and that I have a, a note about this as well. Like it, basically, what that boils down to is that Major League Baseball only. Um, punishes winning um yeah i saw that note um yeah yeah it that's teams by, by costing the money when they try to win this is a, a a a tweet by craig goldstein um they 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 have never set up a a punishment for 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 trying to lose and that reminded me i was i was i'm reading right now i don't know if i mentioned this, this in the last podcast but i'm reading uh the, the autobiographical autobiography of marvin miller um he he is the person who helped set up the players union back in the 60s he, he just got got into the hall of fame um this past uh summer and he was mentioning how like basically like you know you have like 
baseball was cracked cracked down on the 1919 uh, Black Sox because they uh, also were technically not fielding, not not attempting to win either. They were they were they were throwing games, and so by by not fielding your your um, your your best lineup possible, you're not trying to win games. And and the 1919 Black Sox famously, infamously, were were banned for life from baseball. Right. And not, and not just life, like, for, you know, forever, for eternity. Yeah. Well, um, I guess uh, I guess the only punishment really for uh, for losing uh, as bad as I think the example was the Orioles and the Pirates. The only punishment really is uh, maybe attendance, but uh, that's that's not a very big hit. No, but we've it's been established that attendance isn't where they get their money. It's it's in the yeah. it's in the, the the TV contracts and things like that. So so here's where the expletive comes in. My my just just my my entire message to Major League Baseball is just fuck Rob Manfred. You can bleep that out if you want to, but that might be our episode title too. Just fuck Rob Manfred. <laughs> well, we'll just have to have to clarify though that uh, that is definitely negative, not uh, not any other. But- well, yeah, it depends on your on on, on how you're. Unless you're an taking. owner. <laughs> <laughs> um, I Anyways, noticed you don't have a sacrifice listed. Yeah, here. I want. I was gonna do like three strikeouts, but then, but then I, this news came out recently that um, for my home run, that the Players Association set up a one million dollar fund to support workers impacted by the lockout. Um, this came up in MLB, MLB trade rumors on my on my feed, and then like it's, the, the article is kind of funny because like uh, they they updated it. It says like nine oh six a.m. Major League Baseball players announced the 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 uh, the, the fund ten ten a.m. Oh, the owners are going to do it too. <laughs> well, um, yeah, I mean, I, I heard about that too. Um, that, that's just that's a home run. That's a positive because there are a lot of like workers affected by the lockout, like the people who who. Um, you know, make some extra money, or maybe they do even earn a, earn a living, like just like being like vendors in the stands, and and they're it's it's you know people people make money, they 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 rely on 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 this as part of their income working for baseball, not directly for teams, but they work they work for baseball, and they and they don't have any any money coming into them right now. Yeah, I guess I guess also um, <clears throat> on the owner side, that is definitely uh, uh, sound. It seemed like a. Oh, we better hurry up and make ourselves look good. But uh, yeah, exactly. doesn't Same either way. Place. It doesn't matter. That is uh, that's really good. Is it one million dollar fund across all teams? I'm not sure exactly how it works. Uh, that probably like depending on on how long the, the lockout goes. That doesn't sound like a lot, but it could it could be substantial. I'm not sure. Okay. Um, well, uh, on the notes here, so the talks are resuming today, Sunday. Today, um, Sunday. Yeah. So we'll see how that goes. Um, one one thing that I was worried about that um, the uh, podcast tipping pitches alleviated that worry was that I was I, I was worried that like the owners could or, or either side could basically just like just kind of scratch the whole the whole uh, uh, negotiations and, and start over. But uh, the way collective bargaining like legally has to work is they have to kind of keep going from the the agreements and concessions right. that they that they've built upon. Oh, okay, I, I thought you were going to say that uh, you you were afraid maybe the owners would uh, decide that uh, they shouldn't be working on Sunday because they have to go to church. So I don't know. <laughs> maybe maybe that's <laughs> they probably all all are very very religious. This as far as spending money goes, they don't. Uh, maybe maybe they're just putting giving it all to the to the church. I don't know. <laughs> well, okay, so that's good. Hopefully, there's. A, Maybe even if they don't come to an agreement, maybe there could be some positive things coming out of it, like well, maybe some I hope progress they, towards an agreement. I hope that they 
build it build some progress. I didn't put this in the notes, but one of the things that has come out is that they're um, looking at it's, it's sounds like it might be end up being a 14 team expanded playoffs is what they're they're kind of inching towards so that that'll be interesting because one of the one of the most popular i think is the players put this forth is is that the first round would be best of three with the uh the the leading team would have a ghost win so they would only basically they would be up one to nothing uh like the the higher c team would be up one game to nothing and they would only have to win one game. The lower seed team would have to win two games. Oh, okay, it's, it's, yeah. That's that sounds like how sort of how we do our softball playoffs. Like we don't have a ghost win or anything, but it's like you get uh, last year in one of our leagues. It was that exact same thing. Like if you won the first game, then you you won, uh, and this was for the championship. But if you lost the first game, then you had to play again right after, uh, and and you have to win that one. So like the the other team has still has a chance. It's not a one game playoff. So yeah, that would be kind of cool. Right. Yeah. And they do, they do this in already in, in, in Korea. Maybe I'm not sure if they do it in Japan, but they definitely do it in, in, in Korea that way for the, the KBO. So that, that I, I think I would, if it were me, I don't want to see the playoffs uh, expanded because it, uh, it, it's just too many teams trying, trying to get in. You'll get, you'll have more, more repeats of, 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 Atlanta winning the World Series teams like Atlanta where they they had like I think they had like 88 wins or whatever like it's it's I I don't ultimately I don't think that's going to happen very often if they expand the playoffs because you have to have good pitching and if you're not if you don't win like more than 90 games your pitching can't be that strong just logically well I I I'm pretty sure that expanded playoffs are going to come because that's playoffs is where a lot of the revenue comes uh, and well, the exactly. owners are going to push for that too right yeah and I'm sure the players want are also in favor of a better chance of making the playoffs. So I, th- I think that could be a good thing overall. Like, um, you know, it means it might mean more teams would Jays be willing. Would the- well, yeah. The, and the more Jays teams would-, would be willing to compete and put, um, put more into competing rather than trying to lose. Well, or trying let's, not let's, to let's win, I guess. <laughs> think that out a little bit because I guess some of the players are worried that, like, some people are worried that like expanded playoffs maybe would would sure more teams are going to be in it, but they don't need to be as aggressive in making moves because they've already just made the playoffs and like they they, they get revenue from that either way. I, I don't know. I, I I don't know. I don't. I, I think that's a stretch. Um, like. If you look at the NHL, for example, they they have way more teams qualify for the playoffs than MLB, um, and I think that's still the case even with fourteen teams for yeah MLB. they have sixteen in, in NHL, but NHL plays half as many games. Well, that's that's the, true, but the point being though that like um, you know teams that are chasing the playoffs, they they make a lot of big moves uh, to try and, and strengthen their team. Teams that are that are in a playoff position, they try to make uh, moves to to make themselves better. I would argue that they play the same amount of playoff games. So, like the fact that the regular season has fewer games doesn't. I don't think that comes into play if we're just talking about teams well, play, in the playoffs not making moves because they're in the playoffs. MLB would play less less playoff games because like they'd be the best of three and all that stuff. But you know, just think of it this way though: if you're a 500 team, you're, you're 80, 81 and 81, you make the playoffs in the NL, and then you're you end up facing uh, the Dodgers in that that first round. Like, what 
amount of 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 acquisitions at the deadline is going to like are you going to be able to 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 get to beat a 108 win team well you, you never know um but the other part of it is maybe those teams that are facing that kind of matchup maybe they'll make moves that are more longer term so like they see okay we're a playoff team just barely but maybe they'll make moves for next year to make themselves better further down the line but also improves the current roster well like you know like the blue jays making a trade for for uh um jose barrios you know they that helped them this year or last year but it also he was also under contract so it helps them you know a year later too yeah, but that that all depends on the on the philosophies and and where a specific team is in in the standings. Like the Jays, like I would say that like they they weren't all in on 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 like even if they made the playoffs, they wouldn't go all in and trying to like trade away prospects if they made the playoffs last year. No, but that's that's what I that's exactly what I'm saying though. Like maybe they're not going to make all in trades, but they'll make trades that will improve them. Maybe it'll give them a slightly better chance this year in the playoffs. But the kind of trade it is, it'll help them further down the line, and they can make other moves based on that in the offseason. Well, that has nothing to do with how many teams make the playoffs, though. No, but you're talking about, you think that teams aren't going to make any moves because they're in the playoffs and they already have the revenue, but I, that's where I'm disagreeing. I think you're, you're, not, you're, you're missing my point here. Well, okay. Anyways, um... <laughs> well, so we have to see how it's, uh, it's going to play out. But I, you know what? It's been established just a few minutes ago that like teams aren't aren't incentivized to to spend money and, and like, owners aren't incentivized to spend money to improve their teams. So you got to they, they got to figure out a way to make sure that that doesn't happen. Well, um, yeah, yeah, and that's. But I, I think we should stress though that's with the current CBA and. Function, There's not so. the current, and the, the thing is though, like whatever they agree to isn't going to be drastically different from this the, the current or the expired CBA. Like it's it's they're they're just basically like it's really stupid. Uh, this is why I'm so angry because like they're not like the owners aren't and and the players aren't really fighting for any mean, meaningful change. They're they're arguing over like one or two percent of of revenue, and the owners are are just not moving away on it and being and 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 not being and. They're, they're, they've imposed a lockout. They're not playing baseball because they, they want to argue over pocket change, basically, for the owners. Well, I think, I think either way, we have to wait and see what happens uh, when they actually yeah. come to an agreement. Um, I, I don't think that they're going to wipe out the whole season. That would be really dumb on MLB's part. Well, yeah, there was a report that came out there like that um, after about 25 games missed, that's it depends on the specific um, sports, regional sports network. But uh, the, the teams do have to start giving money, like doing like rebates or re- giving yeah. money back to, to, to them. So it's going to depend on team by team. But that's like that's where they get a lot of their 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 influx of cash from. And once they start having yeah. to like pay out of and, pocket for, for losing baseball. And that's that's exactly why in the NHL this year they didn't. I mean, other than the fact that they had too many games to make up, uh, why the players didn't go to the Olympics was because of partly because, you know, the league owed uh, the their broadcast partners a certain amount of games. And, you know, they they can't just uh, skip out on them. So they had to 
make up the time for sure and they didn't want to lose money that way so um, and speaking that, of losing insane. money on 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 TV though like there are right now probably like well as far as like expanded playoffs go there's money that they're just waiting to to cash in on and as well like there's been reports about um uh, I guess the 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 NBC app Peacock and as well as Apple TV um doing streaming some mm. games and that's like I think they're saying like 150 or 100 million dollars just just yeah. about those rights yeah I saw that too uh so like that's kind of uh a bad not kind of it is a bad look for the mlb when they are talking about these big deals and they're uh and they're negotiating and you know trying to keep players from getting money so and they're telling and and they've specifically said rob manfred's said this as well that like baseball is not profitable that it's it's (laughs) that's an outright lie (laughs) because i think we do we mention this before in the last podcast but like it was uh released like atlanta's financials because they're publicly traded team and yeah you mentioned that yeah well i i think and so i i guess i'm being charitable he's probably just arguing that owning a baseball isn't profitable but a specific baseball like a, a physical baseball <laughs> <laughs> well it depends is it signed i uh, um no he's saying owning owning a baseball team isn't profitable but uh, that doesn't mean that baseball isn't profitable which is kind of a stupid thing to say still, but I can see why he would uh, maybe twist that around in his head to make that distinction. But anyway, no, it's 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 a lie, and and um, baseball owners are experts at hiding and hiding uh, revenue streams. Um, the Chicago Cubs famously during the the pandemic shortened season saying that their losses were biblical, but that's just because they have no actual money, but they own the entire neighborhood around. The, the Wrigley Field, and they're they it's it's a super valuable. Same same thing with the um the Nationals. I guess the Learners are the owners of the Nationals, and they have bought up all the real estate around that stadium, and they're they're like making tons of money. But they can say that the the actual baseball stadium or product or whatever, yeah, it's all is, accounting, is losing money, yeah. all accounting, and I, I I don't like accounting. We I think we talked about that last week. Um, yeah. so we don't have an investment banker to to help us with that. Um, maybe what, we should get an a, a, an investment bank, banker guest next episode. <laughs> um, I, I'm gonna say no to that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, why, why don't we wrap up the lockout stuff? Because I I think well, we need to okay. go on to. Well, there's one more one more things. source one more source that I want to like. Um, Eugene Friedman at Eugene Friedman. Uh, that's two e's by the way in free is is a great source about like just nerding out on on the actual strategies and background on on these um labor negotiations so i uh, he's he's just a good twitter follow to check out because i like he he really like kind of puts things into perspective when you hear like some some of the news come out so i just i just thought that that we should give give him a little a little uh, uh hat tip all right I'll, I'll put that in the show notes um yeah. and also i i still i always find it uh amusing that uh, there's a Friedman covering uh, MLB and there's a Friedman covering the NHL, though they cover different aspects of it. But uh, Elliot Friedman covers the NHL uh, versus Eugene Friedman for MLB. So I I think that's that's amusing. Same initials, same initials. Um, Yes, that's true. Just uh, don't get them confused. Um, yeah. All right. Uh, so some some Blue Jays information, though. Uh, normally we we do that like at the top of uh, the podcast, but they're not. But you know, well, I, I guess that's the way really the that. news is going. Yeah, this isn't that. Um... Um, but so you, you have the note here um, that they have signed um, what appears to be 
uh, Star Trek Discovery's ancient ancestor, shortstop Eric Stamets. <laughs> I, 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 I don't uh, understand that reference, but uh, okay. There's, there's a character in Star Trek Discovery, Commander Stamets. He's, he's an engineer. Okay. Oh, is he the dude that, 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 that worked on the, like, the, the, the fuzzy walrus thing that made them go into back in time? Um, maybe I I don't know. What I don't know what they call it. The 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 the, the little like that that light being that that powered the, the the time travel. I I don't know about time. There's not very much time travel, and uh, except for when they jump forward like five thousand years. But anyway, yeah. That's uh, well. So I guess that's uh, his his uh, his beginnings go back to baseball. So okay. Anyways, yeah, and then he was in like like um, um, dazed and confused and, and 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 rent and stuff. Anyways, um, so yeah, they signed him to a minor league deal. I thought I thought we should include that uh, in the podcast because we are a Blue Jays podcast, so we should put some Blue Jays notes. And and um, Keegan Matheson on on uh, Twitter has been posting a lot of just uh, minor league spring training. Information. Yeah, um, what's uh, his name from Sportsnet? Uh, he's been posting stuff too. Uh, I can't remember his name right now. Um, He's he's the uh, play-by-play guy Smith? on the radio. Oh yeah, okay. Oh yeah, I no, I saw. Uh, yeah, Ben Nicholson Smith has been posting stuff too. Yeah, yeah. So so that's that's just something that's that's of interest. Um, another uh, little tidbit of news that I saw on Twitter is that uh, there have there has been no extension. Uh, the Jays haven't offered him a long-term contract, and I guess technically they can't right now. Well, I was, was going to say like that shouldn't. They can't do that, right? Like they have to wait until the CBA. Yeah. So they have. So, yeah. I, I guess that. Yeah. That's again. That's, that's one of those non news. Like, non non news. Uh, yeah. But I I would love to see um, coming before the season starts. Um, it would be amazing if the Jays locked up Bo Bichette and 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 Vladdy together as 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 a team because like they are they are like. They're the like even Bo Bichette on his own would be like a cornerstone to the franchise. But yeah. they got two great uh, f- like franchise players. Uh, do you think? In the lap. Do you think they're having like under the table discussions and they're, they're no. just saying like don't don't worry we'll get you? May, well, I don't know. I, I, no, they're not allowed to have any any discussions. Like I, like I think um, I, I forget where I heard it, but on a podcast someone was saying like oh I can't actually call. Um, like if I wa- did want to talk to someone, I, I uh, in in the front office or whatever, I can't call them using a phone. I have to like FaceTime because that's the only way that it can't be recorded or something like that. Well, um, that may- yeah. So like I don't know. Maybe they're they're passing notes through uh, a third party. So like you didn't get this from me. Well, well, maybe like and and there are like after the lockout was started, there I'm sure there are a lot of discussions that were that were tabled that were in progress. And so maybe, maybe there is some sort of back channeling happening because like if, if the lockout's lifted and then like three minutes later, somebody gets traded or signed, you know, you know that uh, they were probably doing a little bit of talking, but uh, officially they're not allowed to, to have any, any contact. Um, <laughs> officially. Okay. Another, uh, yeah. Another thing that uh, uh, speaking of, 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 I guess, prospect talk um, uh this past week, I think on the um, Spin Rate podcast, Keith Law was the uh, guest, yeah, I and he was saying one. how like the, the 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 Jays are probably the best team as far as like signing international free agents. Yeah, I remember that's really what he was saying. Like um, a lot of teams, like he was talking about um, how like teams like the Dodgers they do a really good job of drafting and developing, but the Blue Jays yeah, in yeah. particular, um, they are really great at 
identifying international talent because it's I guess it's a lot harder be- to well yeah judge because you kind of you sign them or you scout them as teenagers and you don't know really how they're going to grow into their bodies just as simple as yeah. that like I think like I, maybe they, it was on this podcast but like so they're saying that like Sammy Sosa was like you know like a hundred pound skinny twig of a, of a player before he he uh grew into his body and and, and more so <laughs> and, and and became the kind of hitter that he was so it's you get, it's hard to kind of project what those kind of players are gonna gonna turn into well i didn't realize too that from that podcast that um the blue jays didn't draft vladimir Guerrero jr i didn't realize no, he no. was a signing they signed him for a million dollars and i think i seem to remember that like they had um Vladdy Sr. signed, and I wonder if that was just to kind of like give them leverage to sign Vladdy Jr. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm serious. I, I wonder. Um, but yeah, Vladdy Jr. Senior never actually played for the Jays, but they signed, no. he was like a, signed them to like a minor league deal or something. Um, here's some some a lot of people are talking about this is, is that the Jays have interest in actual interest in Freddie Freeman, and I guess like. He's a, he's a good hitter. Like if you add him to the lineup, it's gonna it's gonna make your lineup uh, a good thing. Uh, it's it's just gonna like my my one worry is about this the DH the the the, the logjam the pileup um, at the at, at the DH position. Yeah, I guess it's one of those things where it's like you make the deal and worry about it later. Um, I good was, problems. Yeah. Well, that's that's the thing. Like, um, I I guess. I don't know, unless maybe they're thinking of going the uh, Red Sox route and making Guerrero uh, a DH only, but that seems like a waste of his fielding abilities, which have improved. They have improved, but I would say that Freddie Freeman is the better defensive uh, first baseman. Yeah, but I, I, I mean, I'm not sure. I mean, it seemed like from all of last year, indications were that uh, Guerrero wasn't going to move to third base, even though that's where he no. originally wanted to He played to, so. like one inning at third base last year yeah. i think so i don't um, know yeah I, i'm gonna say um, that probably there it's one of those things where they're like seeing what's possible and and they'll if if they can make it work for a reasonable cost and they can figure out what to do after like it's one of the, i think it's one of those moves where you make the move and then it kind of informs what you do with the rest of the roster yeah, yeah. Well, here's here's my prediction as far as that situation goes. Now we know that Atlanta can afford him. So if he doesn't if he doesn't resign with Atlanta, which is probably the the best bet, I think he's going to actually sign with the Dodgers. I think the Dodgers um, have the most the biggest hole at first base um, that can afford. Like the the Dodgers and the Yankees are, are, are two of the more likely landing spots for uh, Freddie Freeman. But he's a he's a West Coast guy, so I gotcha. think the Dodgers would be his 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 landing landing spot. Okay, we'll see. Um, yeah, no, so more prospect talk, though. Um, the Fangraphs, they, they released their top 100 prospect list recently. And the Jays are, are a lot lower in the rankings as far as that goes. They're not as, 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 as uh, high on the Jays as Keith Law is. So Gabriel Marino was uh, 10th uh, on their top 100. And uh, the next, uh, the next uh, Blue Jay, and the only other Blue Jay on that list was Orelvis uh, Martinez, and he was ranked at thirty uh, second. And they and and they they actually like as far as the overall uh, uh, farm system uh, ranking, they I think they were in the bottom bottom third uh, compared to like uh, Keith Law had him in the top ten. Hmm. 
Interesting. Well, I don't know. They, I guess they're looking at different things than uh, like they all have their algorithms and analytics that they look at. So, well, and it's physically scouting. They actually watch these. It's not just like the, these are like actually like actual like baseball uh, writers that 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 scout. Uh, Eric Longenhagen, I think, is the and and uh, and uh, Kevin Goldstein are the two um, guys that are the main main guys that put together that that list. So. Um, yeah, so that's, that's just, uh, it's just interesting. Like, you, you know, like people have different opinions about, about, uh, what they see in baseball players. Like, like what yeah, I was just so saying, good. Like, you, you, you have to like project a player's, you know, future value and it's hard to, it's a hard thing to do. Yeah. And well, that's, that's a good thing to have different, uh, different points of view, uh, to, to work from, I guess. Yeah. And, and, uh, you, 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 you'd, um, Mentioned no more CBA talk, but actually this is a, an important thing to talk about. Uh, did you see this Nas- National Fans Union uh, open? No, letter? but I, I read the link that you put there, and um, it it really kind of kind of read to me sort of similar to the uh, the truck convoy manifesto. <laughs> like they want, you know, how they wanted an unrealistic. They had an unrealistic demand to uh, to form a new government. So that's kind of what this sounded like. Like they they want uh, was it called a seat at the table? Like they want to be involved in the collective bargaining agreement negotiations. So that, that's that's unrealistic. And, yeah. uh, and also like the fact that they only they only they didn't address the players at all. They only addressed Rob Manfred. And it's it's first of all like um, it was later um, established that the uh, National Fans Union. Uh, was represented legally by a, a firm that also represents uh, several uh, MLB teams or something like that. Um, so, so I think it's coming out of the MLB side, and as well, like um, you know, you're 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 misinformed if you think that uh, Rob Manfred has any actual control, like a yeah. commissioner does. He's just he's just an own, a figurehead for the owners. Well, I that's I think that's there was a link to the actual letter, so I think I'll read yes, that later. Yes. It be, probably looks like it's a it's a funny read, even though it's not meant to be satire. Yeah, well, maybe post a link on the show notes too for the people who haven't haven't seen it. But uh, it's yeah, like it's 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 just another uh, PR strategy by the by the owners. And an, another big news that kind of snuck in on on the uh, CBA on on in the last day of. Uh, of February, that that CBA uh, deadline day was that Derek Jeter is uh, stepping down as the Marlins CEO. Um, and basically, the long story short of that one is, is I think that the Marlins don't want to spend uh, as much as they promised that he they would for for him to be when when he signed signed on like five years ago as, as CEO. So another team not wanting to spend money. Gotcha. Well. Um... I don't know. Marlins have never really been, except for when they were the Florida Marlins in the early '90s. They, I don't think they've ever really been a serious spending team, right? Well, they no, that's the, or serious they, competitive team is what I mean. They've won two World Series. They won in the '97 and 2003, I want to say, but both times that they won the World Series, they immediately sold off the entire team. Yeah. Um, and speaking of, of owners selling and buying teams, um, I read an, uh, an article uh, the other day that, like, um, I think it was Jeffrey Loria who used to who bought the um, the Marlins. He he bought the Marlins for like something like a hundred and something million dollars plus a, a, an interest free loan of thirty million dollars for the MLB, and then and then he ended up making like a billion dollars when he when he later resold the Marlins. So, so yeah, another another Not profitable. piece of evidence. 
Yeah, not profitable <laughs> at all. He he, nine hundred million dollars. How how can he how can he live on that? I don't know. That's, I don't know. Yeah, it's 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 hard. How many how many yachts uh, <laughs> is he going to have to to sell in order to 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 fund his his lifestyle? <laughs> oh, and speaking of of yachts, here I'm I'm kind of getting on a little bit of a rant there, but but um, Associated Press was tweeting. Um, Earlier in the week during negotiations, oh look, it's it's Max Scherzer arriving in a Porsche uh, to the to the talks, but they failed to 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 also mention like all the private planes and and mm. and modes of trans- transportation that the owners arrive in. They just focused on on uh, oh yeah, it, Max it's all it's, like I said earlier, it's all it's all the same as politics. Like they you know all trying to make one side look bad without pointing out the whole story. So. It's... But the, 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 yeah, but the problem is the the casual fans who they probably run a very large risk in losing believe these like they don't they don't they don't like put thought into what they're seeing they just see a report it's like oh the players are rich and they're spoiled. Yeah, well that's and, that's what I mean. Like that's that's a standard operating procedure if if you're trying to trying to make one side look bad. Like it, I'm not saying it's it's any it's good at all. I'm just or just saying I'm not surprised. And one last thing, players are framed as millionaires. Sure, like some of the su- the superstars are millionaires, but over the course of a lifetime of of, of their like MLB career, players are not millionaires. They only make, you know, like this they they only play for what like maybe 10 years like if if, if they're really successful and 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 then the rest of their career, their their life they they don't have that you know whatever baseball income that they have. So like you have to like divide that over their working lives. Um, if they do end up making over a million dollars in their in their career, if they do, yeah, if they're lucky enough. All right, um, let's uh, one last note, uh, very a very positive, positive note. note. Um, I I didn't see this article earlier, but I um, the Ottawa Titans, which is the uh, newest Frontier League independent uh, baseball team, um, they uh, well they they're very active on social media, so I follow them, and uh, they've they've been doing a lot of work mostly right now on the inside of the stadium like uh renovating suites and stuff because obviously okay. it's winter they can't do a lot of stuff outside no. uh but uh yeah on track for a may start that's, so that's good news. that's good it'd be nice to actually see some baseball in may and hopefully <laughs> that might be our only source we might we might have a lot of titans news to talk about in the, in the coming coming weeks and months yeah that'd be good Okay, let's do our, our, our Blue Jays uh, look ahead now. Um, so spring training should have started by now. So we would be actually seeing some uh, grapefruit leg league action for the Jays, but nope, uh, they are not playing those games. Yeah, and and I wonder also last year, like we barely got any spring training on TV. I wonder if they would actually broad have broadcasted full games with the regular broadcast crew this year. Uh, good question. Maybe more so than 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 before, because you know, like the restrictions are being lifted in, in the states and everything. So who who knows? But I think that's more of a uh, a cost saving uh, aspect on on Rogers and, and ratings. I don't like. I don't think that they're going to put a lot of. Uh, I don't think that we're going to see a lot of Jays spring training games unless unless um, or at least at least uh, Rogers broadcast Jays spring training games. Like we might get see more. Um, uh, like you know, op- opposing teams' broadcasts of. Well, of as long as we don't, there was one game where I think we just got um, like an on-field camera with no commentary or something. So as long as we don't get that, yeah, yeah. I just and, and you know what that you know spring training game as spring training games as we said last year are are meaningless 
Uh, yeah, but I don't, I don't nice generally have, watch them. It would be nice to have some spring training on right now. Yeah. Um, and then uh, six games canceled. Uh, so two series, Baltimore and Tampa Bay. Yeah, so so good and bad because three games against Baltimore means that they probably have a good chance of get, winning those games. But three games against the Rays, tough series, you know. Yeah, who knows? Well, we won't know now. I, so just to, to clarify, those are outright canceled, right? They're not going to make them up later in the season. It's, that's going to come up in the CBA talks. It depends on how many right. games get canceled, and, and like because maybe they could like uh, negotiate in some seven inning doubleheaders to make up those games. Uh, if 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 they don't like it, it depends on how many games are are, are canceled. There's a certain point where they won't be able to make up those games, I'm sure, but it depends on how long the the lockout yeah. goes. The owner imposed lockout. Okay. Um. Well, let's. Uh. I guess we have next our sends from home update. So I I didn't bother going through all the game updates. Uh. The, they had a the bad sh- game yesterday, though, eh? Yeah. So that actually somewhat interesting. Uh, well, not interesting, but uh, just kind of frustrating. I was watching, and uh, I saw the fourth goal. It's 4 nothing Arizona. And um, I got up, uh, went and did something else, came back, and I missed that the Sens had actually scored a goal. Uh, so they made it 4-1. And I saw the second goal, which was actually a very, very nice power play goal. They haven't had a good power play lately. Um, and so they made it 4-2. And then I happened to get up and do something else and missed their third goal. <laughs> so they made it 4-3. to three. Um, And actually, those two goals that I missed were all by Parker Kelly, who um, I think you're making that name up. No, no, he's he's a rookie, and apparently he has all of the Senators' rookie goals this year. <laughs> okay, that just means there's not that many rookies on the team. That's all; they're all just young. Uh, but, but they ended up building. Shouldn't they have more young players getting substantial ice time? Well, they do have young players getting substantial ice time. They're just not rookies anymore. Okay, um, they ended up losing eight to five. Um, so. I didn't watch the rest of the game because uh, we went out for dinner and uh, where we went, they didn't have the game on TV. But at one point, I think it was six minutes left in the third. It was 6-5 Arizona. So I assume that Ottawa pulled the goalie and they had two empty net goals to make it 8-5. I have no idea. I just I just saw the score. But that, that sounds like a, a baseball score to me. Well, um, Arizona is also a far worse team than the Senators. So like... They, the Senators lost pretty badly uh, to Florida. Like it was, I think, maybe the fourth highest um, shot differential. Like they were outshot uh, 40 plus shots to like, I don't know. I don't think that it, they didn't get double digit shots until the second period. And they took like nine penalties or something. And uh, Florida is a really good team. So not too big of a deal to lose to Florida in a bad way. I mean, um, but Arizona, they should have beat Arizona. So that's, yeah. that's not good. Um, well, one thing we should mention, uh, scores aside is that, um, uh, Eugene Melnick released an open, uh, a statement about, about the whole Ukraine situation. Oh yes. Um, yeah, they're going to be, uh, so there's Eugene Melnick is of Ukraine descent. Like his parents are from Ukraine and, uh, he, although he was born in Canada, um, but he's always been very supportive of Ukraine and related efforts. Uh, so they're going to be playing the Ukraine national anthem at every home game from uh, uh, the re- for the rest of this season. 
And I imagine they'll be doing some donations as well. Yeah. I, I forget what the other I think exact, uh, all the, the Senators Foundation 50-50 proceeds are going towards, uh, you know, efforts to support Ukraine. Um, yeah. So that's, 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 that's good, good news. That's one positive thing you can say about Eugene Melnick in the past, like, five years <laughs> well they they also uh supported all their employees when um while they couldn't work and have um you know fans in the stands so they were still uh paying their um actually no wait i, I have that slightly wrong uh during the occupation downtown when they couldn't open the send store that's downtown in the uh oh. ctv building uh they paid all their employees well uh well they couldn't work so that's good um yeah you know just going back to the team results i think the last few episodes i forgot to actually read out their record they are 19 30 and 5 um so win loss overtime loss so they're basically 19 and 35 uh that's 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 bad yeah not that sounds bad yeah. yeah um and then part of why they had a really rough stretch for the past three weeks uh a 24-hour flu bug went through the team recently, and that literally went through the team. Um, oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> um, positive note, though, at the end of it, to end it all off, is Colin White, who he was injured in uh, exhibition play in preseason action and hadn't played all year, but he's finally back, and he's actually playing pretty well. So that's that's good news. Any relation to Todd White, former Senator's great Todd White? I don't think so. Okay. Okay. Anyway, so that's that's it. That's your that's your sends from home. Hey, here's a question. Uh, senators aside, we, we've kind of skipped this segment a little bit because we haven't anything to put in it. But do you have any podcast notes? I do not. Okay, I don't either. Okay, <laughs> just thought I'd check in on that. You know. No. Okay. What uh, what else we got here? I think we got personal our personal stuff. our personal stuff. So uh, who's first? Um, I'll, I'll go first. Um, I'll go with, uh, my strikeout. Um, this is something that came up yesterday. I put down clothing sizing. Um, and the strikeout is just that, uh, I seem, depending on the manufacturer, I seem to be in between sizes. So in many cases, extra large, which is what I have been wearing is far too big. Uh, and then, but if I go down to large, it's just a little bit too small. So there's no like large and a half. Uh, there should be, there should be mid sizes. Yeah. But, uh, but anyway, that's, that's my strikeout is that, uh, sizing for clothes is not consistent. It's the same for shoes for me. It depends on the brand. Uh, I, I can be anywhere from a size 10 to a size 12, depending on the shoe. So it's, it's hard to, to find stuff that fits. Well, you know what you need to do? You need to do two things now based, based on your shoes and clothing. You need to hire a tailor and a cobbler. And those the, and if you have a if you have them on on retainer, um you can get you can safely order the larger size and then your tailor will 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 uh you know, alter your clothing to to your specific uh uh needs mm-hmm. and your cobbler will 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 uh, re- repair your shoes to your to your specific foot size as well so there you go I've that, solved your problem. that uh that seems too expensive to me so I, i'm gonna skip that one you mean you don't have a cobbler and tailor on retainer no everybody does it's something okay what, you, you what's find, uh what, 
with What's that your strikeout? I, I don't um, understand your strikeout here that you have. Listed. That's because you don't have. That's because you don't have children. Um, uh, the, the, my strikeout is is Pink Fong. They are a YouTube channel that sings the uh, basically like versions of the Baby Shark song, and the kids love it. But it is, and it literally like like hypnotizes them. <laughs> but it is the most annoying uh, thing. That is that you will ever see, and it's only ever necessary to put on ping pong when there's chaos. So well, so, so here's here's the the question though: Did they find it on their own, or did you introduce it to them? Krista did. I did not. So this it. is this is your fault. It's you can't. It's not. It can't be a strikeout if if uh, you could have introduced them to anything. No, but but I I, I I try to introduce them to many things. <laughs> but if I if I if I can like make up a movie and they will say that's boring. Uh, without even seeing it, so so it's 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 uh, just my strikeout is is is, is pink fong because I, I I dare you to, to this is going to be the pink fong challenge I dare you to go and and turn on YouTube and watch a pink fong video and, mm. uh, and see how nope, you enjoy I'm it. Not going to do that. Okay. Okay. What's what's your sacrifice? Uh, Star Trek Picard that just started up this week. Um, so so it's uh, I haven't watched it yet. No spoilers. No, no. no, I'm I'm gonna. It's it's spoiler free because uh, there's probably a lot of people that haven't watched it. Um, um, there it's a sacrifice for. There's many different layers to this. So, um, I will say that uh, I enjoyed the first episode. Um, the uh, the 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 sacrifice layer. The first one here is that I also enjoyed the first episode of the the first season. Like the first few episodes of season one were pretty strong, but then the the end of it didn't finish so strong. So I'm kind of reserving judgment on on this one. But so far, uh, it's been pretty good. Um, the other layer is that um, so I didn't realize that there were 13 episodes of Star Trek Discovery this year. So both Discovery and Picard are running at the same time. Uh, and only for two more weeks now, I guess. But I I assumed that Discovery was going to end and then Picard would start. So it's uh there's a lot of a lot of Star Trek to keep up on. Um but That's uh, hard. <laughs> have you have you seen the most recent Discovery episode, by the way? No, I I'm off of Discovery. Oh, okay. I, I, I I have Do, uh too many things to watch. Do you do you watch Lower Decks? No. You should watch Lower Decks. But uh, there, this is not a spoiler, but there is a Lower Decks reference in Discovery from this week's episode. Uh, it relates to the Replicator and uh, steamed bananas. Uh, so okay. look that up. It's, uh, it, it's a small I thing. Will, but... I will look up steamed bananas if you will watch Pink Fun. Uh, no. Steamed bananas <laughs> is a lot funnier than than what Pink Fong sounds like. Okay. Oh, Pink Fong is hilarious. What's uh, what's your sacrifice? My sacrifice is that Krista put away the groceries. So, you know, it's a good thing. She helped out. She put away the groceries. Normally that's that's what I do because I order the groceries and they come in um, and I put them away. But the the, 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 the good, the bad that always, that, that evens up the good is that now all the groceries are in places that I don't normally know where they would go. So I like I do all the cooking basically and so I go to look for something and it's not in the place where I think it should be. Well, um I guess uh that's that's the problem that you have. Our our 
our problem is that our kitchen is small, but on the other hand, that makes it easier to find things because we only have so many places we can put things. Well, no, <laughs> I, there's only two places where there's food. There's the, the pantry or the fridge, but the, there's just a lot of different uh, spots where food can hide. Yeah, well, um, okay, my home run is uh, is a pretty simple one. Um, mechanical pencils. Um, I, I like... I have a, a pretty wide selection of pens uh, that I enjoy and because uh, I like writing with pens and, and and whatnot. And I've even pared down my pen collection because I had too many and I decided to get rid of a lot of them that I didn't use or didn't enjoy. But recently, i um, been starting to use mechanical pencils to write as well. And so now I've, uh, I've done some some deep diving into the world of mechanical pencils and and there's uh there's a lot of you, you definitely don't have children <laughs> there's interesting <laughs> stuff uh out there and i i've got one uh ordered coming um it's a nice uh metal mechanical pencil that has a lot of good reviews and and looking forward to it it's coming on tuesday so uh, I see. i'm gonna have a collection of mechanical pencils coming I see. Well, I don't know about mechanical pencils. I think that um, if you're writing, uh, m- much like Ernest Hemingway, you should have uh, you should commit to what you're writing and not be able to erase the well, words. Well, interestingly enough, just a last note is that um, pencil uh, or graphite is more archival than ink. So over time, ink will fade, whereas uh, graphite will not. So you you plan that for your words to to reverberate through the annals of history? Is that uh, your your goal? No, not necessarily. I'm just I'm just giving you an argument against uh, committing to what you're writing down. It's well, more I, likely actually, that your I, pen will fade and it'll disappear forever. I I only do my writing through Twitter, and as we all know, nothing uh, is, is ever erased from the internet. So right. uh, there you go. Um, so I, my my home run is actually. A million dollar idea. I came up with it last night um, while uh, uh, getting Bo to sleep because I have to have something go through my mind. Uh, my, 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 million I, uh, my million dollar idea is this. Um, be your own personal shopper. So we have all these services for like, you know, like that, that do our grocery delivery. We have Uber Eats and Skip the Dishes and whatever it is that, that, that you know, that, that, uh, that deliver us food and goods. But... I want to invent an app where you just make a list, write it down, and then you yourself as a personal shopper go to the store and buy those things. And you can instantaneously get your, your products. There's no there's no delay. There's no middleman. You just go to the store, get your products, and it's delivered right to your door, brought into your house, put onto your shelves. It's, it's a brilliant well, idea. I, I'm going to put some holes into your idea there. Um, I do this very same thing, except I have a... Uh, a paper pad where I take a pen and write down oh, here's my another, list. Here's another great idea. You could make a <laughs> digital uh, pad where you can put in uh, like like a phone but bigger. A digital pad where you can write down your 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 well, your, your orders. Let me just uh, let me just uh, raise something to the camera for you. Where we store our very show notes is uh, a place where you can uh, create notes. And look, there's there's even uh, a, a drawing icon here. That you can draw on your notes app. So, uh, do you see uh, my my ideas are, are brilliant? So, so personal, uh, be your own personal shopper. So we we can charge for you 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 know pay like a minimal fee like ninety nine cents a month, um, and you can even tip tip your personal shopper. 
Well, here's here's the uh, the other hole is that your, your own personal shopper. Think about how much you paid for your phone. That's how much you're paying to be a personal shopper if you're relying on on notes on your phone. So well, it is uh, a multi. I, I, it is you're right. It is a multi million dollar idea. It's just uh, I'm, the phone I'm investing in myself. I'm investing <laughs> in myself. All right. Well, um, I I do need to do some uh, personal shopping today. Uh, need to go to the grocery store out of stuff i need to replenish so you need to uh, get more captain crunch uh no uh but we did get coffee last night already so we don't need to get more coffee that's good oh you could always use more coffee um so so yeah make sure you write down your list i guess you could use your analog pad with your new mechanical pencil but i think i think that uh uh Yeah, the, the the rewards of 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 getting your 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 products instantaneously is 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 worth more than a million dollars. Well, um, we are still going to have to go shopping for it, so I I think uh, I think we, your idea is already taken. So don't don't outsource it to Vanessa. Do it yourself. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess that's it for for another week of lockout baseball. Lockout talkout. <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.